Hello and welcome to Mommying, Surviving and Thriving, a podcast for women that believe in living their best life while working and raising a family at the same time. We discuss how to live a happy, healthy, wealthy and thriving life while balancing the demands of being a woman, mom and all-around superwoman. We're here to inspire you with a new perspective and to also create a community of supportive women in the process. Let's dive in. Hello, ladies, and welcome to this episode of Mommying, Surviving, and Thriving. I am happy to have with us Queen Candace to talk about Queen Blueprint. Um, we found each other actually on Facebook group um, for women entrepreneurs, um, women who are looking to be entrepreneurs. So definitely it's a little hats off to those individuals that's kind of started that group and for people to kind of think about that as they're trying to grow their um, business and are looking to start business, try to find Facebook groups um, that are that have like-minded individuals and you have some type of connection. So one, thank you for being here, Candice. We appreciate you being here. Um, but today our topic is debt and money management. Of course, we are in the beginning of the new year, 2022. And actually today um, is a special day. Someone just reminded me is two, two, two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super angel numbers just all across the board. <laughs> so I, I actually did not think about that. Um, this podcast obviously is going to be aired um, after this, but I put out a podcast called um, Manifestation and Manifesting. And I said, and it comes out today. And yeah. I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Actually, it wasn't planned. I trust me, it was not planned. Stars aligned. <laughs> but anyway, but today we are talking about debt management, money management. As I know a lot of you ladies, it's the beginning of the year. One of your resolutions, as we talked about before, I'm sure it's to pay down debt. That's almost always a resolution for everyone. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you being here. So tell us a little about, a bit about you and kind of how you got started. Ooh, yeah. So um, thank you for having me. Um, I always appreciate when people want to bring finances into the conversation instead of ignoring it and pretending mm. that it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, so look, we do that sometimes. We do. We, we do. do. I know. I, <laughs> I was one of those people kind of like, OK, I'm not going to open that up today. <laughs> right. Exactly. But um, how I got involved in this, um, I always say that I got into entrepreneurship as a whole, like by accident on purpose, um, <laughs> because what actually ended up happening was um, I was in about $50,000 worth of debt. Mm. And I went on the Instagram and I was like, all right, you guys, I, like, I'm in it. I'm in it. I don't know how I got here. We're going to figure this out. We're going to discover it together. Right. <laughs> um, so as I went through my debt payoff journey, I realized more and more that it had more so to do with my mindset than it actually had to do with my cash flow and like the trauma that I was experiencing and like just that feeling that you get when you swipe your credit card, which is mm. actually scientifically proven, like it, it triggers your brain to feel great. Mm. So um, that was one of my issues. And so that's how I got into the debt in the first place. But two and a half years later, I paid it all off. Good, good, okay? good. And then six months later, I purchased my first property at the age of 26. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, look, so, I'm, I'm big. I'm big about being financially independent, about using yeah. different avenues um, to do that, especially real estate. Um, so yes, thank you. We, we yeah. probably want to talk more about a bit about that, but continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's your bad. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> People usually after I say that, say that. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went on to Instagram and I was like, y'all, I did it guys. Woohoo. And they were like, <laughs> oh, that's great. We're so proud of you. But like, how did you do that, sis? And how did you right. do it so fast? Like, teach me how, teach me the ways. <laughs> um, and so that's how I got into entrepreneurship in the first place and how Queen Blueprint came to be and how it's grown out into an entire financial clinic. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So that's huge for you to be able to pay off that debt in two years and then turn around and buy your first piece of real estate. So hats off to you for doing that. One, that takes discipline to do that and, and dedication. <laughs> discipline and dedication. So uh, so tell us a little bit more about that, about what was that triggering point for you to say, I got to do something about this debt? Mm. So um, it, it pains me to talk about this because mm. it's just a real sore spot. But um, I live in Brooklyn. I used to live in Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. um, and you got, I know a lot of people know about Brooklyn and it's known for its brownstones, right? Yes. So my family was one of the second family, black, black families to move onto this block and actually own property. Okay. And um, in 2018, no, 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 more like 2017, 20, 2016. So in 2016, I had a conversation with my mother because my grandmother owned the brownstone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, what's going to happen? Because grandma's been in and out of the hospital. She has dementia. Like she's not going to make it very long. So what mm -hmm. are we, what, what's our plan? What are we going to do? And my mother turned to me and said, well, I'm going into a shelter. And if you want to come yeah. with me, you can. Wow. And I was just like, that's, that's your response. And that jarred me completely into like, okay, I got to grow up because mm -hmm. there is absolutely no way I'm going to a shelter. <laughs> mm, wow. And so I said to my mom, like, I just want you to know that if that is your strategy for what you were going to do for your family, none of my nieces, my nephews, my kids will ever have to hear that or experience that in their life if I have any say in it. And that's mm -hmm. when I started to figure out finances and everything. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. And that is, um, I know a tough story to tell, but I, as we, before we started this, um, we talked about Candace being a fellow auntie. So she doesn't have any kids just yet, but she's <laughs> an auntie, which as moms, we all know are very important. They're the ones that, um, we turn to, to vent, to scream, to laugh, but also say, Hey, I need a minute. Can you take this one? <laughs> so yes, thank you to our fellow aunties. So, um, but thank you for that story. So what has changed since you've been able to pay down that debt and then also um, have the, the rental property or the real estate, I should say? Um, so I currently live in the condo. So, um, but I just sold it. So, oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, 2020 and 2021, because of all the things going on in the pandemic, shot my equity up. So I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about owning real estate, right? Right. Um, 
so so that's where I am right now. And like in my business, um, I'm really moving towards becoming a global entrepreneur. So like investing in Africa and all this other really cool stuff. And um, just really, I want I want us to understand as a culture that we are limitless, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to be bound by what's happening in America and like all the other racial things that occur, which are actually economically driven if we right. really look at it. Um, and so, yeah, that's just really what I've been up to lately. (laughs) Well, let's go back a little bit more and tell us, um, because this is kind of focusing on, um, debt and money management. What are some, Mm -hmm. some of the things that you did to help to get you to pay off your debt and help to get you to save enough money to actually buy that first piece of real estate? So the first thing is something that we all like to try and skip over. And the first step is adjusting your money mindset. <laughs> no, ah! that, that is key. That is key. Mindset. I, I talked about that um, the other day about the mindset shift, because yes. you can do so many things if you are able to kind of change mm-hmm. or shift your mindset. So just, just tell us a little bit about what you did. Exactly. So um, beyond just, you know, throwing a budget at people, what I like to do is walk them through that. So what are the financial, the financial, you know, generational curses that you need to work on? So though that's step number one, get mm-hmm. those out of the way, because no mm-hmm. matter how many times you budget or someone comes in and does a whole plan for you, none of that will work until you've actually adjusted your mindset. Right. right? So that's number one. Number two is getting the budget. And, mm-hmm. and sticking to it <laughs> and sticking right. to it that's that's the important and, piece and sticking to it right <laughs> and understanding that um much like you know when you exercise you're gonna come to a point where you fail mm-hmm. and that's okay life happens you just have to adjust right you are human you are not perfect I'm not definitely not perfect. I did not do the whole 50K. Sometimes I tell people like it was more like 60, 65. Right. A couple times. <laughs> but that that's it, right? So what you want to do with that budget is you want to sit down and look at all of your expenses, right? Then you want to look at all of your debt, separate them, right? Mm-hmm. Because what you don't want to do is add your debt into your financial plan because what you end up signaling to the universe is that you want this debt forever. Mm. Do you want it forever or you want it gone, right. right? So you make your plan and your budget for your monthly reoccurring expenses and whatever expenditures you want, right? Mm-hmm. And then you work in the debt payoff strategy as you go. Um, for me, uh, I like to use a combination. So I know a lot of people say, oh yeah, do the debt snowball or do the debt avalanche and all these cute little terms. Honestly, if you go month by month, your strategy will change as you pay off the debts, mm-hmm. right? But you do want to do something that will help with your mindset and keeping your motivation going. Start with the small ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I am all for it. I, I did the same thing, like, because um, it's, it's, it's all, all about the mindset, right? So when you see mm-hmm. that you've actually paid off Feel something, like yes, right. Yes. <laughs> so I did the same, I did that, you know, people are like, well, at the end of the day, you might pay more money and in, um, interest, interest because you didn't pay off the higher interest rate first. But for me, and that's why I look, it's best to do what's best for you, but the smaller one, taking out the it smaller one first helped me 
feel better, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. It's not about the actual money. It's about how you feel about it, right? So if you feel like, oh man, I've been paying off this debt and nothing has happened, nothing's going anywhere. What are you going to do? Stop, right? Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't make me feel good. I don't want to feel this way. I'll just, I'll just deal with it forever. It's fine. You'll give up. Right. But if you start with the smaller ones and you clear it, you're like, oh snap, progress, Mm -hmm. right? And you keep going on from there. Now, this is a really big one. Stop using your credit while you're paying down your debt. <laughs> Look, okay. that that is a huge one right there. That's, <laughs> that's a difficult one right there. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Because all you're doing is, you, you've ever seen that cart, the cartoons where they're like shoveling and they oh, yeah. shovel back in yes. the actual dirt? That's yes. what you're doing when you use your credit while you're paying it down. Mm-hmm. Get all the way clear, hit that zero point. And then what you want to do is something that also we all do not like to do is get educated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Credit is a strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is, it is meant to be leveraged. It's not meant to be a layaway option. Right. Okay. So if you learn how to use credit the right way, you'll be able to do free things. Like I fly free. I can't even remember the last time I paid for a flight, right? So you want to be able to get to a point in your life where that you can say that with confidence, Mm -hmm. right? So get down to that zero and then you can start using the credit with a strategy. So that's essentially what I did. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm glad you talked about that because a lot of people it's, either or um you know some people are saying okay use use credit cards but don't use them um because they're not good they're whatever but I'm always yes, (laughs) leverage them but so talk a little bit about that because that's definitely of interest to me like some ways that you can leverage your credit cards as you talked about with flying or traveling or what have you. Yeah. So it's all about the points, right? So at a certain point, and I like to call this the electronic budget method. Mm. So at a certain point, once you hit that zero, now all you have is your reoccurring expenses, right? So a lot of the times people who are scared and have financial trauma tell you, don't put anything back on your credit cards. (laughs) Don't do anything. Leave them alone. Cut it up. No, use those things. That's what they're there for, right? So what you want to do is take, and and, and I say that because you need multiple cards to accomplish this, Mm -hmm. okay? But what you're going to do is you're going to go after cards that give you the benefit that you don't want to pay for anymore, Mm. okay? So for me, um, and I'll say a couple, um, the Discover It card, which Mm -hmm. is actually pretty tough, so don't go for that one first. That's a really, really tough card to get. Um, but that card gives you miles, right? Mm -hmm. So I started off with that. I had like an American express blue card. I was going after all of the travel cards because I Mm -hmm. figured if I put my monthly reoccurring bills on these cards, they would just automatically generate points for me. And I didn't have to overspend Mm -hmm. because these are bills I'm already paying, Right. right? So why can't my bills work for me? Why not? Right. Who said they can't? So I take, I take each card and each card has a job. Okay. You put your money to work and you put your credit to work. Right. Mm -hmm. So one card is for my car. Okay. That's car note, car insurance, car maintenance, uh, gas. You know, if I got to go to the store and get something, it's all on that card. Okay. 
there's one card that is specifically for travel. I love to travel. I travel multiple times a year. If I don't, I have cabin fever. So 2020 was very <laughs> rough for me. Okay. <laughs> I take that card and that's my favorite card to use, right? It's like, woo! Um, so that's, that's, that's the card where I always get points on. And I have a little bit of brand loyalty. So if you do have brand loyalty, all of these travel places have their own cards mm. and they have upgraded cards to where it's not just for their specific spot. It's like an, uh, a MasterCard or a Visa, right? Case in point, JetBlue. So JetBlue is what I love. I love to fly that airline, okay? Mm. If I have to get on another plane, I'm, I'm complaining. Okay. Not just because of the blue chips. You just like the jet blue. I just like the service that they give and the TV feature. Now all the airplanes are trying to get them. But you know, when I when it first started, it was only jet blue, right? Right. You take that card and that's the card that you spend fun with, right? Um, travel with. Then you have another card. You like to go out. That card should have restaurant points that just go and go and go. Mm right? So that card should have restaurant points at the top tier, not travel points, because mm -hmm. that's what you like to do. Mm -hmm. So eventually what will happen? You'll no longer be paying for going out, right? right. So now dinner is paid for. Now the movies is paid for. Whatever you want to do, that card is now going to pay for that. And so you just take each card and then one card is strictly for, you know, reoccurring bills and you can spread those out if you want to into the different types of categories as well. Mm -hmm. um, one card for entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. So that's your Netflix. That's the, the, the other TV stuff. That's the internet, right? So take your budget, look at your expenses and say, okay, this category is here. That category is here. Sometimes I like to buy clothes. Maybe I need to put that on the side. Okay. <laughs> and you pick those cards that generate those for free. Mm. That's what point hacking is mm -hmm. in the basic way. Wow. Um, and so that's what I do. And that's why, like, I think the last time I paid maybe five years ago for a flight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, look, that's, that is interesting. Like, I've thought about that, um, using credit cards for points, but not to that extent. So oh, I am, <laughs> I am learning definitely something new today and something that I'll probably will try. Um, but not to that extent. So look, you should probably teach a class on that. I'm not sure if you do, but, um, <laughs> teach a class on point hacking or credit card point, hack, whatever you want to call it. But, um, that's very interesting um, because I, yeah. I, I was thinking about, for me, I wanted to purchase multiple um, real estate investments, right? Properties mm -hmm. to do Ooh. what you're saying. So one would go for traveling, right? One retirement, one for each one of the kids, those. And, but when <laughs> you made me think of that, when you were talking about breaking everything down with the credit cards and, and using the points. So that is very interesting. Very interesting. You can do that for your house too. That's mm. what I did for my to to do my condo. You can mm. definitely do that for your for your real estate. Um, and not to purchase the real estate, but to fill it up, right? So, mm. what are the things that you need in there? If you're going to have to do renovations, you need a Home Depot card. Right. You need a Lowe's card. Right. Mm -hmm. They have points on there, and eventually you'll get to free stuff. 
right? right. As long as you're doing it at a certain um, velocity and you'll have to figure out what that means for each category for you. Mm-hmm. And this is why I hate like people saying, oh yeah, your budget should be this and the percentage should be that. You can't tell me that if you don't know my financial situation, you mm-hmm. don't know my goals, you don't know my drive, you don't mm-hmm. know anything. So how right. can you just throw a percentage at me? That's why <laughs> budgets don't work. Right, right. They don't yeah. work because they're not personalized to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question about the the class, I actually do. So I partner with my credit partner. And so we are definitely going to be doing that. Um, and also for couples as well. So okay. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for bringing it up. Because well, one, at the end, we'll kind of go back to that. And you tell us uh, where we can follow you and all. And so we can know when that class happens. But yeah. couples, so we don't, I look, I'm, I'm telling on us, the mommy and surviving and thriving crew, we don't talk as much about doing things as a couple, though most of the people who actually uh, listen do have a significant other, a spouse or what have you. So I'm going to try to start talking a little bit more. Look, it's not just about the mommies all the time um, and the women. <laughs> <laughs> we have to bring the spouses in sometimes, you know, but uh, so talk, but that's an interesting conversation because sometimes it's hard to talk to your spouses or to bring them in on kind of planning. And some for some people, it is easy for them to bring it, but some people, they might be ready to take it to that financial independence um, place. And then the spouse may not be ready for that, or they have a different mindset. So talk a little bit about that and how we so, and the couples can work together to get on this in the same lane. Yeah. So one of my favorite couples that I worked with actually purchased their first home for their family of five this year. Congratulations. Last year. Sorry. Last year. I- Yay, that's awesome. Um, and when we first started the home buying process, I told her that like we had to do you have to do education, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta learn it, but um he need to learn it too. Like you guys have to come together and talk to each other, mm-hmm. right? Um he was not for the investing. He was like, man, I don't want to do anything with real estate. Why can't we just stay here? We'll figure it out. And she was mm-hmm. like, Man, no. So she came to me, she was like, Queen. I don't know how to get him to say yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to walk you through this. Okay. Because mm-hmm. the one thing we have to realize is that they're people too, right? So they have their own ambitions. They have their own thoughts about what life was supposed to look like. And maybe you guys aren't there yet. And so they're a little scared. It's scary. Finances mm-hmm. are not something that people just pop out and start talking about. Right. Because right? <laughs> um, if it was, we wouldn't exist. Like financial <laughs> psychologists like me wouldn't exist. So... <laughs> So what you need to do is sit down with your significant other, your spouse, your girlfriend, whatever, right? And ask them, when was the first time you actually encountered money, Hmm. right? And this is because you want to know what they've been through so that you can understand how they think about it now, Mm -hmm. right? Like, how do they feel about money? If they're scared about money because, oh, well, you know, when I was younger, the lights were never on and we had to sleep in our car. Wow, I didn't know that. Tell me more. Because Mm -hmm. now you can understand if you want to introduce, hey, I want to go traveling, right? They might be a little scared about that because they're like, well, what about the money? We have to save the money. So they're Mm -hmm. stuck being the saver and you're stuck being the investor, Mm -hmm. right? So- sit down and have that conversation with them. Like how, what was your 
lifelike in terms of finances in your childhood, mm-hmm. right? Start there, get that information first. Then you want to start slowly introducing ideas of how you feel about things, right? Okay, well, this is what my life was like, and this is how I would like it to look. How do you want our life to look? Mm-hmm. And then you come together and you paint, you slowly weave that together, right? Mm-hmm. So case in point, the home buyers, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't, she wanted to be out here buying multiple properties. And he was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> we have like four kids. I ain't got <laughs> the money for that. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> And so what she did was, is she said, Hey, can you come down and can you sit with me and watch this with me? Mm -hmm. There was no prompt to be like, this is what you must do. I don't care how you feel about it. It was just, Hey, can you watch this with me? Just like it's a regular TV show or something. Mm -hmm. Right. And they both sat down and they watched it. And he was like, Oh man, that's all it takes. I don't have to put down a whole bunch of money. There's, we're going to be secure. And she's like, yeah, that's why I'm talking to queen. Cause she's going to get my plan together and we're going to be okay. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Now he didn't start talking to me yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. But slowly he started asking her, how's the sessions going? What do you guys, how, how are you guys moving forward? So she slowly started adding him into the conversation while he got comfortable with the idea. Mm. right so you don't push what you want onto the other person you ask right you let them know hey I'm gonna do this for myself regardless but I would love it if you could come along because we're a team right right that's how you want to introduce your other person to the things that you want to do and you can do that with anything you can do that with travel you can do that with investing right because you're the you're the real estate investor you want to be out here buying multiple properties and stuff right look i'm i'm that's what my plan is to do like <laughs> and and i'm the hold up i'll just have to admit i'm admitting to the world that i'm the hold up um my husband is like we were supposed to do this like five years ago i was like i couldn't find the right house so i'm one of those people that uh sit and analyze things so they can't be analyzed yeah, anymore analysis and paralysis yes, over that there. is who i am so no. um <laughs> i know i know don't <laughs> so think about it <laughs> my husband's like if we don't get a property this year we're not gonna get it and I'm like um and this is the worst time to get a property because it is a seller's market (laughs) but I know there's no worse time (laughs) right right there's never a there's not a worse or a best time unless you mean like throughout the year because if Mm -hmm. you're a buyer best time is definitely the end of the year because most people don't want to move so Mm -hmm. a lot of the houses they they bring down there a lot of the sellers bring down their um amounts that they want to charge but um right now is a really good time to buy you just have to know where where are the markets that it is decreasing are you one of those investors who can stomach your investment property not being close to you right because your investing market might not be in your city yeah (laughs) yeah no that's true right (laughs) no that's true so look that's part of what we're discussing so we're we're gonna figure it out look by the end of the year we'll we'll figure (laughs) that out but what would you say to the women that I'm thinking of someone in particular in mind and they're gonna know who I'm thinking of when they listen to this but it's okay yes I'm talking to you 
um, who decide to let their husband, their spouses or whatever kind of deal with the money and like, look, let them deal with that. I'm going to stay over here and do my thing. They, you know, so what do you say to those women um, to try to get them to get on the bandwagon? <laughs> well, so first of all, that goes way deeper than something I can say in five seconds. Okay. Um, because you have what's called money avoidance. Mm. Um, and so it goes a little more into, again, knowing what's going on or what went on in her childhood, adolescence, teenage years, younger adult mm. years. There are multiple financial flashpoints. That's what they're called, where people go back in time and they, and they have PTSD anytime mm. they like actually try to do anything financial. So mm. these types of women tend to find men who will just take over the whole thing and they don't have to think about it anymore, but it's not healthy, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be invested in what's happening to you. Otherwise right. you're just letting the other person drive your life. And regardless of you guys being a couple or being married, you are an individual as well. So mm-hmm. what are your ambitions? What's your aspirations? You should be included in the conversation. And right now, no matter how you think or how, how you, you tricked yourself into believing so, you're not a part of the conversation, mm. right? So why are you leaving yourself out? Right. Right? Sure, that person can be the person to actually manage everything, but you should still be a part of the process, right? Mm-hmm. You're just completely leaving yourself out. So um, what I would say to you is, first of all, you need to sit down and be real with yourself. Ask yourself, why you don't want to be bothered with money mm-hmm. why right this is not this is not a personality thing this is something that has been triggered in you to avoid it completely mm-hmm. so what is that right sit down journal about it think about it but you have to work through that financial trauma or you'll be stuck in this one thought process and spot your entire life mm-hmm. and your partner and I don't care how alpha a man is, they still want you to be invested in whatever they're talking about. So if you're not even a part of the conversation, how can he come home and talk to you? You don't know what's going on. You have no idea. That's true. Right? So if you guys are sharing a life together, you should be sharing in the finances, whether that person is taking it over physically, you should still be able to be a part of the conversation and the decision-making because Mm -hmm. you're a unit. I like that. Thank you for that. Yes. So um, <laughs> I, I'm laughing because I'm going to know her response when she listens to this. Are you talking about me? Yes. Yes, I was. Um, <laughs> but no, but thank you for that. So yeah. I know we don't have too much more time. Just as we're kind of wrapping up, what are some last tips you would like to give to the audience on really learning how to really take charge of your debt and to really kind of manage your money. Are there any tools or resources out there that you can suggest for them? Well, I'm the tool and resource. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> um, no, but um, honestly, um, I'm going to give you a couple because um, you guys are moms. And so what happens is you guys tend to be the givers, mm-hmm. right? True. So Tip number one, you are not a bank. Mm. (laughs) 
okay? So I don't care if it's mom coming to you. I don't care if it's sister coming to you, brother coming to you. You are not a bank. Mm -hmm. Or your friend is like, oh my God, I'm going to get thrown out. If blah, blah, blah. Well, you, you should have managed your money a little better. I can help you find resources for you. But I cannot take from my family and provide it to you because you've mismanaged. Right. Okay? So you are not a bank. Right. Okay? Two, do not make family financial decisions by yourself. Mm. And you shouldn't allow your spouse to either. Mm -hmm. Okay. Decisions should be made together, especially the ones where you're bringing someone into your home because now you are adding another mouth to feed, right? Can your family budget actually sustain that? Mm -hmm. Right. Are you putting your family at jeopardy by being the giver? Mm. Right. Um, three, in terms of your debt, okay, <laughs> you need a budget. <laughs> no, you cannot do this in your head. No, you cannot do this. And some people can't even do it in an app. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I usually don't even give those. You're right. Because again, if you don't have the mindset mm -hmm. to be prepared to be like, yes, I'm going to tackle this. It doesn't matter how many apps I tell you. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not gonna do it anyways. <laughs> you're gonna download the app and two weeks later or even two days later, apps not even being used anymore. Right. Right. So handle that, handle that part, right? Handle your mindset and get a budget on paper in front of you, okay? That you look at each and every week, okay? You guys are families. So what's really cool is you need to designate one day where everybody in the family comes together and deals with finances, mm. okay? So you decide which, which bill goes where, oh, um, your kids, right, might want something. And so you guys should all have that conversation. Stop leaving your kids out of the conversation. They need to know mm. this stuff. They yes. need to see you working together on your finances, right? They need to see you working on finances, period. Okay. They can know how stuff really works and how oh, much things cost. Know. My daughter's always telling me, I can pay for it. I have the money. Oh, really? Do you now? <laughs> do you, but do you? Or are you just guessing? Because that's what we do in the family. We just guess. Right. right. And that, oh, well, that got messed up. We could just go buy another one. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. <laughs> right. And that, it is a big deal. Okay. Because how much is that going to cost? Right. 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 In the budget this month or in the budget two months later. Okay. So come together as a family and designate one day. My day, I like Sunday. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. It's a nice, calm, peaceful day. My brain is already tranquil. I'm not stressed out about the week. I'm refreshing. And so I refresh my finances at the same time. Thursday might work for you, mm -hmm. right? But find that day where you guys can come together and do it together. And that way you can go through the debt and you can see the progress, right? And again, like I said, you want to go over those, get after those smaller ones, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't attack the monsters first. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Look, ours is supposed to be on Fridays, Finance Fridays. Um, and... Uh, Look, we keep struggling trying to say, my husband said just the other day, what happened to our meeting we were supposed to have on Friday? I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, myself, we have to do a better job of making that a priority. And we, we are saying that we will um, start again, but we would have like Friday meetings so i i agree so fridays for us are kind of the, the better thing sunday look sunday for me i'm like i'm real chill i don't want to deal with nothing 
at all. That's my only day where I truly can do nothing. So Sunday is not my day, Friday, but we have to get back on track on that. So thank you for reminding us about that. So now back to you. So tell our audience, how can they find you, follow you? What's on horizon for you? What are some of the programs and things that you have going on? Yeah. So um, as we talked about, a lot of my content as of recent have been for couples because I feel like a lot of them have been gravitating towards me. (laughs) And so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm ready to cater to you guys now. So um, (laughs) I do do have um, a full coaching program that is live on the website, thequeenblueprint.com specifically for couples. So there's three different types of packages for each type of financial situation. You may be a family with one income household. There's something for you. You Mm -hmm. may be a family where you guys have individual finances, but you also come together. There's something for you. And even for those couples who need to figure out how to bring their individual financial lives together, there's something Mm -hmm. for you guys as well right? Um, to learn each other's story. Um, and also a, f- a planner that is specifically a relationship financial planner so that you can start talking to each other and planning out your financial lives together. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Queen Blueprint. And you can also go onto the website, thequeenblueprint.com. And there's also an awesome app in there for you um, where you can get access to everything as well. Well, thank you, ma'am. This has been great. Um, I know I got a lot out of it, um, especially those credit card um, points. Um, So the extent I never thought about it that way. So I'm going (laughs) to definitely look into that. And I'm sure our audience has too. So again, thank you for being here. Um, I know I already follow you on Instagram. I'll continue, especially to look at some of the things that again, that you're doing with the spouses. So um, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. And ladies, thank you for being here for this episode of Mommy and Surviving and Thriving. Remember, it's you and only you. So give yourself grace. Remember, we are focusing on being happy, healthy, wealthy, and thriving. Until next week. Thanks for joining us this week on Mommy and Surviving and Thriving. Stay connected by liking, following, and subscribing. We're accepting topic requests and questions by email. Info at mstpodcast.com. While you balance it all, remember there's only one of you. Stay positive and give yourself grace. We're here to support you in community on your journey to becoming happy, healthy, wealthy, and thriving. See you next week.